The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Okay, guys, this is Juli from Crysix, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to uh, this one time on Bandcamp episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 673, and I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. As you listen to this, it's October 1st. It's Bandcamp Friday. It means... New music, great music on Fridays, new music on Fridays, and everything you buy today goes to Bandcamp. And had you listened to the last few episodes, do you know what you'd be doing right now on this first day of the spooky season? Which we're mm-hmm. going to talk about why they call it spooky season, because I'm like wondering, are we not allowed to call it Halloween? Like, is that now a religious thing? <laughs> but um, anyway, my point is, if... You've been paying attention, listening to the show. You have subscribed to the True Cult Coffee email list. And that means that you can purchase the special Halloween masks, masks, fuck, mugs, the Halloween (laughs) mugs that you can only get if you're an email subscriber. Nobody else knows about these. We keep talking about it, but we're not giving you the link. Nope. If you want the link, you get on the email, you get the link. They're badass. So mm-hmm. while you're buying those mugs, because you've got your email link now, subscribe to True Call Coffee so you never run out of coffee. But you'll not get just one but two great bands every month, curated by Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta himself, summoned in a circle of black coffee pentagram beans, I think. <laughs> anyway... It's Halloween. I can't think of a better coffee to drink for um, cool Halloween nights if you haven't been to mm-hmm. places it's cool. Um, I do not. Although this morning, guess you want to know what the temperature was? I'll even tell you in your temperature. Uh oh. It was 15 degrees this morning Celsius. Okay. That's, that's, not, that's not bad. That was amazing, dude. Like, <laughs> you realize that most mornings it's 75 here? <laughs> yeah. And it's, super oh, humid. Yeah. That's that's good for down there, yeah. I needed a hoodie this morning. It was great. Oh, jeez. 
My my house was actually down to 74 degrees inside with the windows open. I wow. finally got to cool off a little bit because you know we have no air conditioning still. So I'm pretty thrilled with that. So what's going on with you in the Great White North there, Snowman? Well, um, it's definitely has been a long couple days. I just walked in from work. We sat down. We we're pressing record. We're going to have a really good time tonight. But, oh, yeah, it's been a long day because I uh, I had another concert. Concerts are starting to finally make their way back here. I'll get to that in my metal fix. But before we do kind of jump into everything, I did want to say that today, as we are speaking, a week ago as you are listening to this for the first time, is the birthday of one record rust in peace came out 31 years ago today really it's been that long that long yeah (laughs) like like when you think about anything that came out you know in the early 90s that's you know or the late 80s or you know in 1990 that's 30 years where has the time gone yeah, like holy jeez. Ah, anyways, um, yeah, we kind of got a stacked show with our metal fix. We got a real kick-ass um, creature feature. We got a great, great discussion, a mitt full of tunes. So we're gonna jump right in to everything. Speaking of birthdays, just a couple days ago, as we speak. Mr. Piledriver from up here in the Great Great White North, the legendary, the infamous old Piledriver was his birthday. And of course, I figured, you know what, in honor of that and of true Cavalt coffee in our mandatory metal segment, I figured, you know what, I'm going to play a track. I'm going to play a track, one of my all, not just my favorite Piledriver song, but easily... This song is in my top 10, like, of all, of all time. So, without further ado, in tonight's Mandatory Metal segment, this is the Mighty Piledriver with Metal Inquisition.
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Oh, hey, dude, what's going on? All right, man, I got a shitload of stuff on my list. So Atomic Monster Magazine, I talked about this a while ago. Uh, but this goes with today being October 1st, right? This The start, uh, well, as as you listen to this, when it's released, it's October 1st. Mm-hmm. But um, the issue one of Atomic Monster Magazine is in my hot little hand. It's got a fantastic article on, um, fuck. I, I left it downstairs. It's uh, my own fault. Um, the Haunted Mansion with Disney. Ah, right and on. they also interview Ghoulsville. And man, what there's there's a makeup and effects artist, and I can't remember who that guy is, but it's it's great. It's exactly what I was hoping for in a magazine called Atomic Monsters. So that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Today is right Camp Friday as we speak. Mm-hmm. As you listen to this, I have my picks, which we'll save for later. But I just um, I'm excited about the Band Camp Friday. Um, being that this is the month of October, I did make them a little bit on the horror Halloween themed. A little on the spooky side. Yeah, a little bit, you know. All right. New Carcass. Have you heard it? I started giving it a spin the other day. I got through one song and I haven't sat back down with it. Trust me. It's getting a, it's probably going to get lots of spins this weekend. Oh, it's pretty great. It is pretty mm-hmm. great. I stumbled across it the other day. I um I sent Rock, our former co-host, a, a message. And I'm like, dude, did you know Carcass has a new album out? He sends me back a picture of it <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take that as a yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I I love it. I really really love it. It it's it's pretty serious. All right. So as we're recording this, it's still the month of September, even though you're going to hear this on October 1st. And a few days ago, um. I think like Tuesday or Wednesday, I went to Lowe's because I needed to get some parts to mount an air conditioner here because, you know, we still have air conditioning. And it's hot in the South. Um, I was kind of dismayed because I've been going to Lowe's because a lot of times they'll have like cool outdoor Halloween stuff. And I'm, you know, looking to get more things now that we have a shed to store stuff in. And snowy. Lowe's has all the Christmas stuff up. And hmm. I, and I mean all of it. <laughs> wow. Like you could like like aisles were stuffed and stuffed and stuffed. Everything that they did have for Halloween was now moved to the center of an aisle. It's all consolidated. They're almost all sold out. Oh jeez. I'm like it's not even October 1st. Yeah, it's not even who what the hell? Okay, yeah. there should be laws. Uh, that's kind of how I feel. You know, like I am all for celebrating Christmas. I certainly do not, um, you know, begrudge anybody their favorite holiday if they want to celebrate it early and start getting their celebration on. However, I'm pretty sure if I started celebrating Halloween on July 31st the way I want to, people would be giving me shit about it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. So, you know, um, chill out there. All right. Have you listened to the new Rivers of, is it Nil or Nile? Rivers of Nile? No, not yet. It has come across my desk. I haven't given it a spin yet. Dude, that's really good, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, great, man. We've had him on. Yeah, it was really good. Well, I remember they, they've been on the show once, but I'm like, I just sat down to spin the new record today. I'm like, man, this is good. All right. Now, have you been riding Bessie lately? 
Uh, not in the last little while. I should um, get get back on her. And of course, before anyone any any anyone tuning in for the first time, Betsy Betsy is my skateboard. I think before the season ends, I'm gonna get a couple more spins in though. All right, good. And you wrote her this summer though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Um, so then, you know, this this kind of ties in here. Dogtown and Z Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get like I know there's been a couple different movies with Dogtown and Z Boys. One was a movie, one was a documentary. And I watched mm-hmm. one of them the other day, but then apparently Fu Manchu, the band Fu Manchu, did the soundtrack album for one of those. Mm-hmm. It's a great okay. album, dude. Like you need you need to listen to the Fu Manchu Dogtown Z Boys record. Holy crap! It's huge, doomy, fuzzy riffs. Right. And then I was listening to that, and my iTunes is it iTunes? I think it's iTunes. My Apple Music, whatever it is, um, starts auto suggesting stuff and starts playing this song by Clutch. I've never heard. Hmm. And it's even worse because it's from an album in, from 2011, Blast Tyrant, that I don't remember. I'm like, how do I not know a 2011 Clutch album? Because I was interviewing them around that time. So I listened to Clutch Blast Tyrant today as well. And it's fantastic <laughs> as well. So for anyone else who's like, you know, 10 years behind like I am, check it out. Okay. <laughs> Mrs. Snowy is going to be very, very excited when I tell mm. you this. I can't wait for you to relay this to her. Okay. The Teen Wolf TV series. Right. All right. With um, well, you know the whole the whole <clears throat> it was a TV series based on the original movies, and um, I know you and your wife watch it. I'm a huge fan. I've watched the entire series twice now, at least twice now. Mm-hmm. And um, I follow uh, most of the actors and actresses. I think I think I follow most of them on Instagram. But Tyler Posey, the guy that played Scott, um, you know, I, I he's he's a fun dude because he also he he has a band, and he's just out of control. He's a, he's a fun time. Um, right on. So he posts this thing today, and it says like, um, when the you know, and it goes through like all this the stuff from the show, like you know, when the wolf howls, he's signaling the pack, and um. You know, we heard you howling, and it says everybody's like, "Bring back Team Wolf, bring back Team Wolf, bring back Team Wolf." And I just heard this is like some teaser thing, and then it says we're howling back. Twenty twenty two Teen Wolf the movie. Oh wow, excellent! And it's going to be excellent. on a streaming platform Paramount Plus. Okay. At least as of now, we'll see how details change. But dude, I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yes. Like, yes. I. I I, I think I've said this on the show before, but it, it's an MTV series or it was an MTV. I felt like just such a weird, it was so weird to watch MTV at my age being the fact that MTV hasn't aged and it just like, and there's no music on MTV anymore. So it was just so weird, but like, I really like the series and then being able to watch the series like on Amazon again without any commercials. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, this is really good. Cause like <laughs> it's, it's the weird commercials that like really make me just feel weird and creepy. But, um, mm. dude, I cannot wait <clears throat> for this new movie. It's going to be fantastic. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. For sure. And then finally, last thing to go with the werewolves, 
It's been at least a week now since I've I've been playing my um, Innistrad Midnight Hunt deck on uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. The okay. paper, um, the paper deck is officially released. I have, I got a pre-release deck. I got a few cards that I'm playing in the thing, but I built Snowy. I built a pretty damn cool werewolf deck that when I get the right cards out, I can annihilate people. Ooh, like, annihilating people! Oh, dude, like literally, like I'll play this one card that turns it to night, and then my creatures transform into werewolves, like my humans. They become werewolves, mm-hmm. and then that's all she wrote. They just tear up the town. It's a great time. Right on. Excellent. All right. What's going on with you, man? What's up? Well, What's with myself last night, give me an R. R. Helix. Helix came through town. Wait, so you said give me an last R, night. and then you said Helix? <laughs> yeah. What fucking oh. joke am I missing? Uh, okay. Well, they have a song called Rock You. Oh, their, their, okay. their most famous song is is called rock you and the, the 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 chorus is you know the vocalist brian volmer goes give me an r and the band goes r oh oh c c k k what you got rock what you gonna do rock you okay i kind of took it for granted like you were familiar with that song yeah no no we, no. we should we should have done the whole thing I should have given you the heads up. Yeah, eh? because you said give me an R, and you said Helix. I'm like, what? You don't spell Helix with an R? What the fuck Canadian alphabet are you using? Okay, okay. Now I just got a little excited there because, like I said, the legendary, the immortal, the awesome Helix, really, really cool Canadian hard rock band, uh, made their way through town. Not only that, but it was my first trip back to um bulldogs after the, after the oh, covidness nice. after the renovation oh, yeah nice. yeah our our my good buddy and our former co-host is sky her and her dad you know run the bulldog event center and they brought helix in i couldn't believe it and it's like this is not really bulldogs repertoire it's it's not really their their wheelhouse it's all underground metal and hardcore and punk punk that they deal with but her dad mark is an older guy like you and i he was a big helix fan obviously turned his daughter on to them and they decided to bring them in uh, just unfortunately i think they might have t- taken a bath on this on this show though because there really wasn't a lot of people there you know which That's for the yeah yeah which for you know, the viewing audience, you know, the people at the gig, it worked out really well because it's an intimate gig. You're right up there. I was front row center the whole the whole the whole time. And when there's not a lot of people around, you kind of have, you know, like your own personal private private show. It's just it's just the best way to see a band is that is that type of intimate setting. And all that. The show is fantastic. They went through, you know, all the, they checked all the boxes, hit all the hits. And afterwards, vocalist Brian Vollmer made his way even down to the merch booth just to meet and greet and handshake and all that, all that really cool stuff. I've never, we've never had Helix on the show before. We were supposed to have Mr. Vollmer on once. 
the last time they came here, which is quite a while ago now, um, they were they they were coming in, but his flight was delayed, and all oh, I that. I remember that. So, yeah, yeah. So as it turned out, we I just just the rock gods really weren't smiling on me that that day. But you know, I did. Although we didn't get an interview with him, that was the first time that I saw him and hung out with him and met him and had a great old time. And last night was um was the second so that was really cool and like i said concerts concerts are now back on uh back on the docket you know there's more and more live shows are being booked right now there's nothing in the way of international bands coming in to canada but bands are starting to tour across you know we've got you know, not only did we have Helix, but we've got Propagandi coming up. We got the legendary DOA in November, and it just more and more shows are being added. So it's going to be I think awesome. It's going to be the trend for a while. Like I, I really don't feel that bands are going to be going international as much as they're trying to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I think that's the way to do it for a while. Focus on your local markets. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be great for local bands and Canadian bands and all that because that's without international bands coming in, you know, it's the world's their oyster, really. But think about what I was saying last week. Like, um, honestly, the week of October first here, I I want to say there's like five bands coming in that I want to see. Now, of course, they're all coming in the same damn day. <laughs> right and right. i'm not you so i'm like i can make all five shows you know um and ladies and gentlemen i'm not exaggerating he's pulled that shit before he can do it like you know like, like the one set of venues was how many shows did you see in one night was it only three or, or did you do like, um i shows? have i have i've gone to two shows in one night and i've gone to three two. i've gone to three in uh two days no, it wasn't there the one show where like the club was like on three different levels and you were in all three three clubs in the same night. Um well okay yeah. at the old at at the old zoo there That's was it. a there was there there's a club called the zoo. Yeah. And downstairs was Aussies and, and I've had many shows where okay there's there's the metal band is playing upstairs in the zoo, punk bands playing down in Aussies. I get stamps on my hands for both. Yes. And then we run up and down the stairs all night. There we go. Oh, that's... That, that's, yeah, but I could have sworn that you did more than two. But anyway. Uh, I just remember those days, and I've had days where, like, I've gone to a gig Saturday night. A hardcore matinee show the next day in the afternoon, and then another another gig sun, su- Sunday night. So that's like three three and two days. So it's whew. got got two interviews out of that afternoon out of those days too. So yeah, yeah you're rocking yeah. it, man. But anyway, it's like do my rock and roll duty, man. Hell yeah! But like so, like that kind of stuff. Like bands that never come to my part of South Carolina are now coming to South Carolina because there's nowhere else to go. Right? <laughs> so like, think about how many places bands could play because there's nowhere international to go. Be like, 
Uh, we normally wouldn't go here, but you know what? We can't get to Europe, so let's go there. And I, so I think this could be a really good thing if they really start to focus. And you might find that you have an audience in places you don't think you have an audience. Mm-hmm. You just got to test the waters. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's good. That's what um, like I I I don't know how you do it. Like, <laughs> like I go insane. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I would, I would too. I would too. Like it's it's been. I mean, like this is first world problems. You know, I haven't been to a show in a while, but no, for a guy like me, these last eighteen months has just kind of sucked in that department. So we're definitely. Hey. Turning everything around. Oh, are you okay? My oh. dog. My dog was like laying on my chair, and then she just heard something and jumped up, whacked her head off my chair. Oh. Poor thing. She I hit the... She hasn't been here in a week because it's been so hot, and so right. finally it's cool enough. My wife brought her by, and then, like I said, everybody else. So you know. <laughs> I hit the record store this week as yeah. well. Um, I saw at shout out to the old gold vintage vinyl shop. Oh, I'm loving this shop more and more every day. I saw they had posted on Facebook. They had a vinyl copy of Riot's Narita, the old, the old, the old classic Riot album. It's like, okay, shit. Okay. I can't, I can't get there when they open tomorrow oh shit i can't make it until the next day you know blah 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 <laughs> it's the old it's the old record shop shopping problem you know i got to get to the shop as soon as i can and all that and i just wasn't able to and thank goodness when i got there it was still available one of the um one of the things that they they have been putting out lately is they they purchased a whole whack of uh Old issues of Cream magazine. Do you remember Cream? Yes. <laughs> okay, and I I was a big reader of Cream pre pre metal. Okay, but um, shortly after going metal full time, I believe they just kind of, you know, they kind of folded up the tent, took their ball, and went home. But um. Like I said, I was a big reader of them. They 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 brought in a whole whack of back issues and all that. So I grabbed three of them because this first one I grabbed dates back to September of 1981 with Van Halen and Journey on the cover, plus articles with the Plasmatic Crocus and the Ramones. So it's like, wow, okay, I'm going to grab that one. And I'm flipping through all of them. And it's like, I want all of them. Okay, but I can't <laughs> I can't blow my wad on magazines when I got to hit the records shop. Or I, I have to hit the records again. So I grabbed that one. I grabbed a May of 84 issue with Van Halen on the cover and Girl School as well. So it's like, okay, I got to grab those as well. Okay, they every once in a while, Cream would have their special close-up issues, they would call it, where they would focus on one band or one genre or anything. 
Right before I had gone metal full-time, in about 1984 or so, okay, I picked up the Cream close-up issue called The New Wave of Metal. It's just their special all-metal issue because it had on the cover Def Leppard and Van Halen. Oh, yeah. I okay, and there was also... Yeah, there was also some, uh, I was also into ACDC at the time as well, and Kiss, and like all, all, the, all the safe gateway bands for, for soon-to-be metalheads were kind of in this. So I decided to pick this up, not really knowing who a lot of these other bands were. Okay. And I'm flipping through it right now. And I remember when I when I just bought when I bought this last week, you know, and I'm on my way out, I'm at the bus stop. Okay, and I decide, okay, I'm gonna flip through this. Okay. All of this came rushing back. Every picture, it's like, oh my god, that's right. Oh, this picture, that picture, this is just because I had not just that title but this very issue oh that's awesome and and so all of this came rushing back i'm flipping through through it now this was um the first time i discovered girl school i first saw wow. girls first saw diamond head riot fast way man of war okay def leopard van halen i already knew who they were Okay, there's stuff on the Us Festival. I already knew who Billy Squire was. Really, really cool. Stuff on the Us Festival. Yeah, yeah. Well, the um, Dean Del Rey, the podcast "Let There Be Talk," I listen to. He always talks about the Us Festival. He was there. Oh, and right. He always on. talks about wanting to do a documentary on it. As well, he should. That would be fantastic. You know, a lot of well. Uh, there is documentaries and all that, you know, up up on uh, on the Tubi channel right now. I remember I remember checking that out. So if you want a a little sneak peek at what could be going through this here, some more first, you know, Y and T. Like I I kind of knew who Iron Maiden were. I just knew they were a metal band, and same with same with Judas Priest, but. Um, it just wasn't my thing. First time, UFO, Uriah Heap, Motorhead. You know, this was really, this one magazine, okay, was kind of the gateway in itself, to, you know, to me going metal full time. Dude, it's so cool so, you were able to pick that up. Oh, geez. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, my eyes widened, and I'm just like, holy shit, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is in front of me. So I yoink. Grabbed that right away. If, like I said, the last couple days have been pretty long, so if I'm not out and about this weekend, I think I at least want to make my way down to Old Gold and grab some more of those magazines. And I think every time that I do make my way out, because honestly, I'm probably the only one buying them, like, to be honest. You know, like, there's just not a demand for magazines anymore, and... How much of a demand is there for older ones as well? So hopefully, hopefully I'm going to grab a few more. Speaking of new magazines, my new Disciple came. The new Decibel came in this week with none other than Carcass on the cover. Of course, 
pushing the torn art the torn arteries album the um the hall of fame is the triumph of agony by warlock all sorts of really great stuff i haven't really had a chance to totally get into it fully but um once again it's looking like another killer issue if you have a chance to and i'm throwing this out to everyone carcass fans you're definitely going to want to get to your local shop and grab that. Finally, let's get on with some tunes here. Metal Blade Records is just, they've been killing it lately. And a couple of really cool albums came across my desk, starting with the Chilean metal band Criminal. You have kind of known this band for a while now, just not really given them much of a spin, basically knowing who they are through the various magazines and the press and all that. So it was my first time sitting down, giving this band a listen. And I got to say, I kind of really dig it. It is, does have that old school Sepultura vibe to it as well. With an even, even like with a record title called like Sacrificio, like even that as well. <laughs> screams old school separate so really really cool stuff on the other end of the spectrum and the other side of the world uh swedish traditional metal metalers portrait they dropped their new record at one with none i was given that a spin this week that's some really cool stuff so why don't we kind of get in to all of that we'll start off with some uh, criminal Let's go with sort of, kind of, the title track from that Sacrificio record. This is Zona de Sacrificio.
From the aforementioned new portrait album, that was A Murder of Crows. I love that title. Sometimes, okay, when when these records come across my desk, it's like, well, what song do I want to play? Well, more often than not, like, I will go with the single because that's the, you know, the song that the label is trying to push, that the band obviously wants to get out there. So, yeah, a lot of times... I'll just go with that. But every once in a while, though, <laughs> if another song, cool title, kind of catches my attention, it's like, well, you know what? I think maybe I got to go with this. So when I saw A Murder of Crows, which Murder of Crows, dude, tell me that's not an awesome band name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And so is Portrait, so is Criminal, so is pretty much anything that Metal Blade um, gets out there you're going to want to check out. So run, don't walk to your record store and uh, grab something. Dude, you like pizza. I do like pizza. It's right on, right on. How would you like an entire EP from a really cool modern thrash band dedicated to pizza. How does that sound? I think that's kind of interesting. <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely is. Um, from Spain, tonight's creature feature, the band Crysix. Which I've not like. I know it's once once again like like criminal. I've seen the name. I know they've been around and all that. Their latest record, the Pizza EP, came across my desk and I checked it out and it's like, holy jeez, this is actually a really cool idea. So we got on the horn with vocalist guitarist Hule Bazooka. That is a great name. Uh, it it really is. The whole band kind of has these Steel Panther type 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 names, and it really works so well with bands that kind of, you know, like like they're, you know, they're straight up thrash in the old Exodus type vein. You know, if you're into that type of old school thrash with a bit of a modern edge to it, you're definitely going to enjoy all things. Crysix, and once they mix the humor in there as well, it's a pretty lethal combination. So, without further ado, let's introduce you to Crysix with the first single from the Pizza EP. This is our chat with Hule Bazooka and The World Needs Mosh. Mosh! Get 
I guess what we need to tackle is the release of your brand new EP, The Pizza. This is a very, very cool concept, which um, I particularly enjoy because I enjoy a good (laughs) pizza pie myself. But maybe yeah, everybody loves pizza, of course. (laughs) Of course, of course. Maybe you can give you know us a little, uh, give us the four one one on the concept and idea behind this cool new release. Yeah. Okay, the idea behind this EP started as a joke because our guitar player, uh, Bibi Plaza, used to work as a pizza delivery boy back in the day when we started with the band, like more than 10 years ago now. And we've been speaking about, hey man, would be great someday to write a song about my experience delivering pizza because I have plenty of funny anecdotes and, <laughs> and it started like this. 
And then, okay, uh, came the song No Tip for the Kid, which is based on his career, let's say, <laughs> as a mm -hmm. pizza delivery boy. <laughs> and then um, all the concept behind the EP started uh, with this. And we are super happy and it was so funny and everybody is enjoying this pizza EP concept. I mean, after this, okay, songs like World Needs Mosh and then we connected all the... Uh, essence of the appeal with songs like Raptors in the in the kitchen and then it's tough to cook a song which is a metaphor of how hard it's sometimes to you know to write a song and stuff like this I think it's a pretty cool package and everybody is enjoying a lot right on right on and with each song came its own individual video that kind of tells a story what's the idea yeah. behind that I mean, yeah, uh, uh, the videos uh, are directed by myself, uh, I have to say. <laughs> and it was uh, uh, super funny to do it because I, I was behind 90% of the realization of the videos for Krasik's career. And this time he, we decided to do something different. And we thought that this EP format uh, was perfect to do something like a short film where every song is connected and you can see the whole story through the EP. I mean, I think this is a, this was a really, really funny, a really great experience for us. Right on, excellent. Yeah, I was enjoying the videos just earlier today and I gotta ask, oh. I, I'm thinking you're a big Jurassic Park fan. Raptors in the <laughs> yeah, kitchen. Man. I'm a great uh, Jurassic Park fan. I mean, I remember when I saw the movie for the first time uh, uh, on the theaters back in 1993. I was seven years old, yeah. and my parents took me to to the movies to see the picture, and I I fell completely in love with the movie. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And as I said before, uh, the notice for the kid uh, story started as a joke. The same happened with uh, Raptors in the Kitchen because I've been saying this for the last three years. Amen. I will write a song about uh, fucking Raptors in the Kitchen, about that <laughs> concrete scene from Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. And finally, I remember how Javi, uh, our drummer, and Rekena, our lead guitarist, came with this idea of a really raw punk song, like it's 40 seconds long, if I'm correct. And and I listened to you know uh, to the song and, and I thought like wow man this is perfect for Raptors in the Kitchen idea and I wrote the lyrics in three minutes I'm not uh, joking within <laughs> three five minutes and I mean it fits perfectly and I'm so proud about this song you know, yes as well as well you should be. Are are you a big fan of the more geekier side of pop culture, like science, horror, science fiction, horror, fantasy, yeah, that type of I'm stuff? A, I, I'm a fucking geek. I'm an absolute fan of uh, pop horror culture, especially. And I've been doing uh, a lot of songs related with this topic um, during all our career since the first album. So, yeah, I'm a huge sci-fi horror fan. Right on, right on. What what are some of your favorite favorite movies or books or anything? Oof, my favorite movies. This is a tough question. It's really hard to say, but let's see. I don't know. For example, John Carpenter, The Thing, uh, Creep Show, The right Fly on. by David Cronenberg, <laughs> uh, The Exorcist. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of stuff to say. Right on, right on. Is like. Like, how is Spain just in general in terms of like horror films? 
and all that because I know like England has had the video nasties in the past and there's heavy censorship in some countries. What about Spain? About the censorship, you mean? Yeah, yeah, like how is Spain the the government of Spain towards horror films? No, I mean, this during the dictatorship of Franco many, many years ago, it was a huge censorship. But from the late 70s and from the early 80s, no censorship anymore related with uh, films. And and I mean, we enjoyed a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of movies that came later in Spain. For example, I, I spoke about The Exorcist that was released, if I'm correct, in 1974. Mm-hmm. And I think in Spain, the movie came a few years later and stuff like this, but but we really enjoyed a lot. And from here, we have also a really cool di- Spanish directors that did um, like great films. And I don't know if you are familiar as maybe with Alex de la Iglesia, with films like El Dia de la Bestia, Day of the Beast, or stuff like this. I don't know if you know his stuff. Right, okay. I, Not I, really, I, but... I, I recommend you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Halloween coming up, so hey, I'm always looking for... Uh, yeah, it's for Halloween, new, and I'm, new stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing I do every year, and it's a fucking marathon of the Halloween franchise. Ah, right from, on, right on. Yeah, of yeah. course. From first one from Carpenter uh, till the last one. I'm, I think this year it's Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. It's going to be released this this year, I think. Right, right. I assume you're looking forward to that. I know I am. Yeah, of course. I'm looking forward. <laughs> right and what I do every month of October is I do the 31 Horror Movie Challenge. Okay, where, that I, sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, where you watch 31 horror movies all throughout the month of october and you you make you make the list by by your own or you maybe have some oh i just whatever i want to see yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. this is a good challenge i mean i maybe i'm gonna do the same this year okay well the thing about that is it's like people think well i like horror films i can do that well yeah, yeah but it's finding the time to do yeah. it as well because like yep. you're a busy guy you're in a band i'm sure you have a other jobs and interests as well you know it's 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 hard yeah, so. but man there's always time for a good horror film <laughs> <laughs> i gotta agree with that i gotta agree with that yeah yeah um i assume like the with the idea like there's an ungodly love of pizza in this band yeah, of course. We love pizza. I mean, every time we are on tour, it's, I mean, our main dish, let's say. <laughs> right. That's what I was going to ask. I guess when you're on the road, do you, do you kind of request it like in a rider or something with the promoter? Yeah, hey, yeah. Would it's like requested a in the rider. And also we love to try different pizzas around the world. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. What are some of your favorite toppings? I mean, I, I'm I'm a vegetarian, so every vegetarian pizza I enjoy, and any pizza with good cheeses and stuff like this, I mean, I could enjoy <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> on, right on. Um, I imagine, like, how many countries have just throughout your career have you toured in? Through our career. Yeah. Okay, let's say we tour a lot uh, across Europe, like, of course, here in Spain, Portugal, France, Belgium, Netherlands, uh, Germany, Denmark, Italy, Czech Republic, uh, Poland, 
probably I'm missing something from Europe, but then mm. we also tour uh, on Japan. Ah. Yeah, we tour uh, in, by the end of uh, 2019, we tour in Japan. We did a, a couple of shows in Tokyo. Then we tour uh, states, East Coast. We did uh, New York, uh, Washington DC, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, we we, we did uh, like yeah six dates in total for okay. across the East Coast, and then we also played in Morocco. Ah. And, yeah, and right UK also. Uh, I'm probably missing <laughs> no, Latin, 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 Latin America, of course. Right. We played Mexico, Colombia, Argentina, El wow. Salvador, Guatemala, Chile. Wow. So you've basically yeah. been all over the world. Yeah, I mean, there's a few places missing still, but <laughs> there's a lot of work to do still. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we played uh, in a lot of countries. Right on, right on. So the big question is. Yeah. Who has, which country has the best pizza? Which country has the best pizza? Man, this is really hard to say. Hey, hey when you're on Radioactive Metal, sometimes you get challenged. Yeah, of course. I'm. Yeah, yeah. I can take that. So mm, let's say, mm, okay, Italy, Spain, maybe. And in the States, United States has great, amazing pizzas. <laughs> right right I mean, right. and unbelievable portions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Now you really got me thinking. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> me too. This me conversation. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is um, <laughs> your follow up from your last record, session number one American Thrash, right. I guess. Yeah. It's uh, covers records with, I imagine, some of your favorite bands, Exodus, Forbidden, Nuclear Assault, Testament. These are kind of the bands that I'm assuming made you go, hmm, I want to do that. Yeah, it's, I mean, we love those bands. And especially when we started uh, with Crysis, we've been listening a lot to, to these bands. And there's a lot of bands that, you know, there are not in these um, American sessions. I mean, probably we're going to do more uh, cover albums and it's going to be <laughs> more bands. But, you know, the idea of these uh, Crysis sessions started with, okay, let's start with American Thrash and with all these bands that we love and that got us into this this genre and you know the thing we do but then probably i don't know we are gonna make more uh, cover albums as crisis sessions number two and three but it's not gonna be uh, all thrash metal maybe the next one it's gonna be new wave of british heavy metal or punk or death metal Ooh. i don't know let's see yeah that sounds like a great idea mix it up mix it up i mean because we listen a lot of music and everything is a great influence to us and of course, we started with thrash metal, but I don't know what's coming next. But I'm pretty sure you really will enjoy it. <laughs> right on, yes, <laughs> that's anything to go by. Okay, um, you're just finishing up um, what I assume to be your first tour back because of the whole COVIDness uh, yeah, out on the yeah. road with Insanity Alert. Yeah, when you. When you started booking this tour and you, you know, you started ma making your way out, were you nervous? Were you a little apprehensive because of what's going on in the world? You know, we were a bit nervous because we we didn't know what was about to happen because all the restrictions 
and the laws. I don't know how it's there, but here in Europe, every country are changing the laws. I mean, every week or <laughs> every two mm -hmm. weeks. And, you know, it's always like, okay, yeah, it's going to happen, but we don't know. And then suddenly you are in the first date of the tour. Uh, we started in Switzerland, if I'm correct. And you are here. I mean, people without social distancing, people enjoying a show as they used to be before this pandemic situation. And it's like, whoa, man. I, I cannot believe it. I mean, imagine uh, almost one year and a half, uh, maybe more, uh, without playing stage on stages. I mean, we did a few shows with people sitting down. We also did a, a show for Hellfest without, you know, for Hellfest Television, mm -hmm. and with without without crowd. And you know, it was a great show, but kind of strange without people, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we are, you are you are again on tour as they used to be before the pandemic, and it's like, whoa, man. I didn't remember how much we needed this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt, it must have felt so good. So good to be get up there again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And every night was a fucking blast. Right on, right on. Did you have a lot of people coming out for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did even uh, a few sold outs during this tour. Wow. And yeah, almost full venues every night. Right on, right on. That's really good news to hear. Starts my day off right. Yeah, okay. and you could see, you know, the faces of the people. You know, everyone was waiting this for so long, and everyone was extremely happy. <laughs> you know, really, really good energy between between the band and, and the audience. I mean, fucking amazing. Right on, right on. And I guess there was the potential that, like, this show was the first show that, like, people in the audience might have been their first show for a while so that's got to make yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. good no and, and this is something that happened i mean but because we found uh, a lot of people from different countries that said us the same like hey man this is my first show after uh, this shitty pandemic situation i'm gonna remember this for the rest of my yeah. fucking, <laughs> Excellent. fucking Excellent. life and yeah yeah great Def definitely feel good story for sure for sure and finally, let you get on the rest of your day here. What's gonna go? What's gonna happen with Crysis over the next year or so? What's gonna happen with Crysis over the next year? Uh, first news is that we are gonna release a new album. I mean, because this pizza EP uh, is only the appetizers. Uh -huh. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it fits perfectly, right? right. <laughs> And then I, 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 I mean, I can't assure you exact the exact date of the release of the new album, but um, I don't know. Maybe around spring next year. I don't know. But it's gonna be a new Crysis album, and uh, we are gonna be touring a lot. I mean, a lot. Right. I, I mean, if we don't have a, a zombie apocalypse or <laughs> whatever comes next. <laughs> But I'm also ready for a zombie apocalypse. I saw a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, the the, the plan is this: like uh, touring a lot with a new record under our arms, and that's it. Visit all places we can.
a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. Check us out. Head over to ShiningWizards.com, where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. We declare our right on this earth to be a human being, to be respected as a human being in this society, on this earth, in this day, 
which we intend to bring into existence by any means necessary.
from their scenarios of brutality album that is the mighty violator with respect existence or expect resistance great stuff great stuff from there that's actually one of those cool modern modern but influenced thrash bands that um the war on music label picked up that record so that's how they came to my attention and on to my turntable. And before that, that was Calgary Thrasher's Hazard with a tormented reality. Really, really cool stuff. So if you like that, you know, like there are so many of those these these great bands, like like the Warbringers. Okay, and then Violator Hazard, Crisis. All sorts of really, really cool stuff. If you like the the old school thrash, you know, at least the old school influence with the tinge of the modern sound, there's just, it's, it's right at your fingertips. There's so, so much awesome stuff out there. So um, check it out. Enjoy. Thank you, everyone involved in uh hooking us up with hule and he will definitely be on again because as you hear in the interview he was he was a really great guy i can't believe we haven't mentioned this before and i wasn't a part of my metal fix but speaking of old school thrash new exodus is around the corner as well They, they just persona non grata i believe it's called this has really really unique title to it but they've dropped a couple tracks on it and i'm really looking forward to that um and i guess if i'm gonna get a digital copy of the new exodus record i guess probably the best place to go to would be Bandcamp, don't you think yes (laughs) and with with that, as you said at the top of the hop, um, today is Bandcamp Friday, as you're hearing this for the first time. And you said, dude, like we have to um, we have to throw some stuff out there, get people listening to some stuff that we figure they're going to want to check out. So it's like, hey, that's actually a great idea. And we should we should have been actually we should have been doing this, you know. For a lot of these band camp, right? Yeah, we should have been doing it for the last 18 yeah. months. I mean, yeah, we really sure. dropped the ball, uh, you know, all said and done. But, um, yeah, like, as long as they keep doing this, we'll keep doing it. You know? Right on, right on. So, yeah, so we're going to pick up the ball, and we're going to fire it home and see what we've got here. What's going on? All right, so my first pick is pretty obvious for anybody who's listening to the show um, because it's almost a year since the release of this album, but my friend Sue of the band D. Gregorio, um, House of Gregory, Chapter 1, and you can find that at dgregorio.bandcamp.com. Snowy's going to put all these links in the show notes so you can go there. But D. D Gregorio is spelled D-I-G-R-E-G-O-R-I-O. And um, it was her debut record last year. She's working on the follow-up. The follow-up's going to be a little bit delayed, but she has most of the tracking done. It's just the mixing and mastering and things that have to be done now. Um, It's a pretty great record, you know? Like, 
it, it's it's metal. It's um, female fronted metal. Like she hired a female vocalist that sings as well as she does. Really, I, I'm all the guitar work for sure. I don't think she does any of the bass work on this. Um, but I mean, like it's her entire vision start to finish, and it's you know it's, it's some pretty good stuff. So yeah, so that's my first pick. How about you? Right on, right on. Um, last episode we sp- we spoke to Mr. Matt Harvey about his awesome uh, new project, The Last Sun of Krypton. I hope everyone has given that a spin, you know, or purchased it off of iTunes and and is enjoying it. He was pretty tight lipped, though, even to us. I'm gonna poke him in the eyes next time I see him because he was like I said, he was keeping it pretty close to the chest about his new well not his new band, but new music from his Scarecrow project. Now this is one of his many bands. This one also features Death Angel drummer uh, Will Will Carroll with oh, this wow. band as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I would have appreciated the heads up on that, Matt. But hey, who doesn't like a surprise? You know what I mean? It's like when you have your magazine subscription and you go in the mailbox and boom, there's your new issue. Well, hey, you're pissing around on Bandcamp and like boom, hey. New material from Matt. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. The new record, Raise the Death's Head, available now from Relapse. While you're at it, and I didn't even know this split existed, but they have a 2008 split with, I just think of a cool band name, okay? They got a cool split with Landmine Marathon. Oh, isn't that an awesome name? And they're a great band as well, unfortunately. They've they've split a while ago, but they had a pretty impressive string string of some wicked stuff. So yeah, the new Scarecrow, check it out. Rock on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you got kind of like um since we're you know, where we seem to be heavy, have heavy on the thrash, the old school influence. Um in Indiana's Wraith, we have played them on the show i think they were the last record i think they were on was it shadow kingdoms records i believe they're on i uh, it's not coming to me right now i'm sure one of our astute listeners will definitely let me in on that secret but this new record undo the chains available now and it's total diy Really, really cool stuff. So you're going to want to check out, and that's, you know, what you got. All right, so I found a band called Boris. So, mm-hmm. and I think we've talked about this off the air, but I'd like to, I, I think it'd be fun for us to start featuring different countries' um, metal bands. You know, because we, we focus a lot on the U.S. and Canada because that happens to be where we live. Weird. But um, there's so well, much great yeah. metal out there. Like, metal is one of those genres that just really transcends um, everything else. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very universal language. So I'm like, oh, I wonder what's in Tokyo, Japan. Because, you know, um, I'm pretty obsessed with Japan. 
especially because of Godzilla. Um, of course, me so too. I found this band called Boris, and I can't believe I hadn't heard of them sooner because they're actually on Third Man Records. Um, but okay. they had this album is called No World Tour, quotes, and then in quotation, it's in your head, 2021. <laughs> and um, yeah. I think it's a live album, believe it or not. I'm not sure how it's live. But I was listening to it last night. It's insane intense. It's really good. So um, that is my next pick. So check that out. Um, that's that, that's metal, you know, kind of kind of heavy there. Uh, shit. I clicked the wrong button. I gotta stop that. Um, there we go. All right, and then next up, um, have you ever heard of a of a, a psychobilly band called Messer Chups? No, no. So they're putting down here. They're from Saint Petersburg, Russia. I mean, I'm not sure. I remember re- reading some stuff about them before. I really like their album covers because it's all like very 50s pulp fiction novel kind of stuff yeah kind of with a horror edge yeah i'm kind of looking at them now yeah yeah and so like i i really dig it so they have a new album out called hyena safari and i was listening to that last (laughs) night and if you enjoy like the psychobilly you know rockabilly surfy kind of music um that's what this is and that's what my next couple picks are um, because I, I, you know, for, for Halloween, I really wanted this stuff. Like I've, I've listened to a lot of their stuff, believe it or not doing yoga. Okay. And I just, I really dig their stuff, man. I dig their sound. I was excited to see they had a new album out. Um, yeah. And I mean, like, I can't remember if it's the album or the track. It's night of, yeah, I think it's the track night of the open coffins. Like, how can you not <laughs> love that? Right. Just night of the open coffins. It's beautiful. Right on. Yeah. All right. So how about you, man? Uh, myself here, speaking of things on a little more on the on the creepier side, I remember just in a private conversation, you telling me you recently re-watched Return of the Living Dead. Yes. Yeah, I, just this week after we talked about it, I'm like, okay, I need to sit down and watch this, which I can't wait for us to do a watch-along. Yeah. questions for you, sir. Okay, okay, yes. One of my all-time favorite movies. You may recall a segment where um the ambulance had was attacked one of the zombies got oh, yeah. on the on the radio send more paramedics yes okay yeah, one really cool horror tinged hardcore band crossover thrash took their took a cue from that quote and named their band that what send more paramedics as soon as you said that i'm like oh they used that as the name didn't they that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And their latest record, The Final Feast, is available now. And that's the that's that's the type of record, you know, like like along with the Messer Chups and all that. Like this is this is the type of bands that you wanna, you know, get yourself into the Halloweening spirit with. Yes. I really think they will work. So, yeah, send more paramedics. Now I want to watch that movie. I want to watch Return of the Living Dead myself now. Yeah, I, I literally found it by accident. And I'm like, oh, I think this is the movie Snowy's always talking about. So I'm like, all right, going to put it on. <laughs> and it was everything you promised and more. Right on. It was really good. 
Yeah, yeah, and like you were alluding to, that's kind of something that we kind of want to do in October. We probably shouldn't be saying this just in case it never happens, but yeah, we want to do another watch along like we did last year with Trick or Treat. And uh, yeah, looking forward to doing that with Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Right on. So what you got? All right, man. So my next couple here. So obviously, I talked about Carcass, my metal fix. Um, mm -hmm. Carcass is on Bandcamp, everybody. So if you go to carcass.bandcamp.com, you can actually get the new album, Torn Arteries, um, and the money goes straight to the band, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So that's one of them. And then I guess here I got like three more left. So I'll just, we'll just do these, these last two then. Yeah, okay, so after Carcass, uh, two more bands, The Creep Show and Five Cent Freak Show. So The Creep Show, uh, lovely little Canadian band, and I think mm -hmm. I was asking you about them a little bit ago, because I just, just discovered them out of nowhere the other, the other, like, doing yoga a couple months ago. All right, well, long-time listeners <laughs> will, will be saying, dude, you've had them on the show. Yeah, but was I a host at that point? Um, you know what? Maybe not. Maybe you weren't. I remember, I remember interviewing them once again, since you mentioned the zoo and all that early, earlier, I remember speaking to them when they were in town and, uh, interviewing them in the hallways of the, of the adjoining hotel and all that great band, a lot of fun live they are absolutely fantastic and i can see exactly why you you know especially you with oh, your yeah. taste and what you enjoy like this is the perfect band for you oh absolutely dude and like this new album's called death at my door um and so i was listening to sticks and stones last night so definitely check that out and just the album cover for death at my door just the creep show reminds me of the like the creep show movie, the way the logo is done. And then it's got a little bit of a Rocky horror. Cause you see the lips, but you can actually see the face, but then like the face is kind of almost like a vampire. And there's like some death door in there. It's, it's definitely worth your time. So definitely check that one out. And then the last one, this one got me because it reminded me of like a cartoony misfits kind of album cover. Um, and it's, it, it's funny. Every time I came on Bandcamp, it was one of the first things that would pop up. So I finally sat down and listened to it. Five Cent Freak Show. This is more punk. Mm -hmm. Oh, another Canadian band. Weird. Look at that. Yeah. Calgary. Yeah. I, yeah. Apparently I, I had a thing for Canada tonight, but, um, the album is called Reanimation of Annihilation. Mm -hmm. So yeah. check it out. It's, uh, One Bite Tonight, I think is where I started, but I mean, like, dude, these names, one bite tonight, Gorgasm. Oh yes, yeah, great, you know great movie and band. Yeah, and then the night she died, I was listening to, to that song too. Like, it, just a really, really good, especially if you want to listen to that psychobilly horror punk kind of stuff. Like, that's mm -hmm. this. So it's five cent and the number five, and then cent is spelled out c e n t freakshow dot com. And I'm sorry, shit. .bandcamp.com and like I said we'll post these in the show in the show notes I sent Snowy all my links so you guys can check them out and enjoy some great music here on Bandcamp Friday yeah, yeah you know what I've, I've never even heard of this 5 Cent Freak show so I'm really looking forward to that 
as well. Yeah, that sounds like something I would definitely enjoy. Um, myself, I, you know, have to give a shout out to one of my buddies. I want to say hello to Evan. He is the vocalist and guitarist for the Winnipeg hardcore band, The Whatever Men. Their uh, latest release, Nerf the World, came out earlier this year, and it's some really, really cool, <clears throat> really cool, straight up hardcore. Love what they're doing, love what they're talking about. And great band, even better people. Uh, so, uh, yeah, go on to Bandcamp, check them out. And finally, before we get into our indie spotlight i want to direct your attention to this really cool compilation record okay okay it's an international hardcore punk compilation to help support the food not bombs collective and Myanmar. apparently in the country of Myanmar, the military has taken over the country and has overthrown the democratically elected leaders and imprisonment and tortures. Just, it's not pleasant there right now. Well, the hardcore community calling themselves the International Solidarity Compilation has picked up, has put together this really wicked album, 10 bucks off a of band camp called 100% Three Fingers in the Air Punk Rock. Nice. And basically it's, bands it's a type of bands and idea behind it that you would kind of expect with tracks from the rebel riot uh doom the legendary doom we've had clitorati on the show they contributed yeah, yeah, they had they contributed a track yeah great band this whole compilation is definitely worth it so yeah one look couple less beers at the bar this weekend slap 10 bucks down for this record that's um, going for a good cause and has something to say and all that. So that's uh, kind of um, it for me, for my suggestions this time on Bandcamp Friday. And of course, anytime you want to uh, check out a really cool band, you need some more music in your life, Go to Bandcamp, because I know that's um, where the band in tonight's Indie Spotlight can be found. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this Indie Spotlight. This weekend, actually, as we are speaking, my cool dude, um, Mr. Matt Harvey and his band Gruesome are in Chicago right now. A couple of really cool gigs going on there. Well, one of the support acts on that is Chicago's own Bear Mace. Yes, I said that correctly. That is a that's a great name. Yeah, I was kind of digesting that one. I'm like, that's interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bear Mace, yeah. Their new release, Charred 
field of slaughter available now. And I got to admit, I'm following Matt's socials and all that. And, okay, well, what's this bear mace all about? I'm going to have to check them out. Sure enough, hey, some really cool stuff. So, hey, shout out to Bear Mace from Chicago because you're an awesome band. And we decided to give you this, our, this week's indie spotlight. So this is Bear Mace with Rogue Weapon.
firemace.bandcamp.com. Really, really cool stuff. And I'm sure everyone in Chicago is having just as much of a good time this weekend as I was having last night. So that's telling me that uh, it's time to bring this crazy train into the station so I can just relax and decompress and get then get on with the rest of my weekend. Um, what are we going to go out on? You know what? While I was pissing around this one time on Bandcamp, I, I discovered the, the, a new single from the hardcore band Regional Justice Center, available now, courtesy of Closed Casket Activities. Had to go with the, the new track, KKK Tattoo. Jeez. So, yeah, so you can just, you can kind of just imagine what that's about um how can people get a hold of us well dear snowman radioactivemetal.org is the place to get all of our back episodes oh shit dude i'm sorry i'm so just out of it tonight but yeah so all of our current forward back episodes whatever you're looking for it's there Mm -hmm. radioactivemetal.org drop us a line radmetal666 at gmail.com that um well uh, you know that's our show email so you can email us there mm-hmm. if you want to see pictures about the things we talk about in our metal fix at rad metal 666 on twitter and instagram um you're really not going to see much on twitter though because we're pretty silent out there but we do like posting the pictures on the instagram because who doesn't like to look at pictures that's right. You know, that's as, right as much as people try to bring the facebook drama to it it's still pretty much pictures of cats and food, <laughs> and guitars, and things uh-huh. you can see. So it's it's good. So yeah, go there. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store. We're, we're pretty much, if you can find a podcast, chances are we're there. We're on In it fact, for sure. I challenge you to not find us. That is <laughs> your goal. Right. That's right. That's right. To find a podcast aggregator, someplace you can listen to podcasts and find out that we're not there and then email us that website. Mm-hmm. Everyone's now got a smart TV, right? Like I have one and it's it's absolutely amazing. Okay. Go on to your smart TV, download the, the tune in app. I app, I believe it's called. Okay. Yeah. You'll find you'll find it there. And then once you've done that, just Google radioactive metal and listen to us on your on your TV. It's really cool stuff. We're everywhere. I didn't even know we were on TuneIn. Mm-hmm. Not only are we on TuneIn, but thanks to the fine folks at the Shining Wizards Network, shiningwizardsnetwork.com, the host of Lifestyle Podcasts we're a part of, uh, a lot of wrestling podcasts over there. Mm-hmm. But you can also find us on Spotify. So Shining Wizards Network on Spotify, and we're there as well. Mm-hmm. So, dear snowman, I believe that is all the ways that people can get a hold of us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. www.shiningwizards.com. This is a really cool... We're proud members of that network. Like you said, it's predominantly a pro wrestling network but there's all there's all sorts of really cool podcasts including um our brother 
program Wrestling Night in Canada. If you haven't um, had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy on this show, and you do like the mad action, you might want to uh, switch over there as well and check that out. In the meantime and in between time, this has been this one time on Bandcamp, episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. And this is Aaron. Signing off. Thank you.